Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kennel NRL podcast. Before we go uh, on, I just wanted to say, please remember to like and subscribe uh, across all our social media, but especially in YouTube. Just subscribe right now or press the like button. It really helps us out. And just another great announcement is we had Akumbor on last week and we've got more coming up. We've got some really exciting people coming on in the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to spoil it yet, but these are going to be great, great guests on the podcast. Now, back to the podcast. Debo, lovely to have you again. Also got some good news for the Dragons this week. I just want to ask, is is yesterday's hero a giveaway? Or? Uh, I mean, do you mean talking about the guest we're going to have on? Yeah. Let's keep it under wraps. I'll make the we'll make the appropriate announcements, and we'll. Um, this is going to be a special one for the fans. If you go to thekennel.net.au and uh, uh, sign up to the kennel, we will be having some uh, exclusive content there uh, for the upcoming podcast, where you can ask questions um, to the to the former player that's coming on, and uh, it's going to be really really exciting. So be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss anything, and go to the kennel uh, so that you can ask some uh, specific questions if you want. Now, um, Flanagan. Flanagan. Dragons got their man, I guess. Yeah, uh, former premiership winning coach, um, conqueror of Melbourne Storm. There's not many sides that can say they beat a Melbourne Storm in the grand final. Um, look, I, I think I think it's just good to, for the Dragons to finally be heading in a, in a direction. Whether it's the right direction, I don't know. But uh, I wanted to mention that because I know that, that – your team's finally heading in a, in a positive direction. And uh, they had a great win uh, last week as well against the Rabbitohs. Yeah, there were some nervy moments at the end. I yeah. think South scored three tries in two minutes. Yeah, they, the, the Dragons. I looked at the clock and I think it was three and two, not three and four. <laughs> they played well for 75 minutes. I was at that game. Um, yeah, look, I think um, that was a massive the NRL crowd. really needs to lobby the state government. Uh, I was at Cogra. I know they announced a crowd of 17,500. Yeah. Um, I've been... At that ground where there's been crowds of almost 20,000, I'll tell you what, I reckon there was about twenty two or 23,000 people there. You can ask a lot of South fans, a lot of St. George fans. I think 20 minutes after kickoff, people were still trying to get into the ground. It's just amateurish. Um, the hill couldn't fit. The settings were – all the settings were basically taken up. People were standing in the thoroughfare. Uh, the announcement went around the ground for the people on the hill to stand up. I saw people hanging off the fence, kids. Um there was no way there was 17,500. I'm thinking St. George probably announced 17,500 so they wouldn't get in yeah, trouble yeah, that's right. for overcrowding. I think they oversold the tickets. Amnesty was brilliant. Souths, they're our neighbours. Um, it was good to see their, their crowd come. They probably had about, I reckon Souths had about six, seven, eight thousand 8,000 fans rock up to the ground. Yeah, well, Souths fans are. It was, it was good, good banter. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I reckon all NRL clubs should look at the uh, membership model that the South Sydney um, club has. Um, I think they got the most f- members in the game. They've always had the most members. Yeah, they've got. What, what are they sitting at now? Thirty or forty thousand? No, I think it's more than that. I think the Broncos are at forty thousand. Yeah, but they're all, effectively they were a one city team. Yeah, but I mean, it, for them to have forty thousand and 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 have the Dolphins there. Anyway, look, um, you know, I know Peter Flanders wants to invest in twenty five thousand or thirty thousand seater seater stadiums. Yeah, on on the ball, absolutely. Give you an, um, I'll give you an example. Um, Parramatta Canterbury yesterday was played at a call, which is about eighty thousand seater, over eighty thousand. They drew a crowd of thirty three thousand. It's just a shame that they didn't get to play that at, for example, 
um, what's it called the these days? The Combat, the Combat, Combat Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. You know, 30,000, I would have packed it out. The atmosphere would have been amazing. Well, I mean, even th- even watching the game, uh, you know, through the TV, you could you could hear the atmosphere oh, yeah. uh, with 33,000. That was a great turnout. And it's a great segue, actually, uh, Debo, um, because it was, it, was, it was very disappointing to see the way the Bulldogs performed, um, given that there were so many Bulldogs fans uh, at the game yesterday. And, and let me be clear, I'm not going to be very nice today um, about my assessment of the team and the assessment of the game yesterday. Um, as Bulldog supporters, we have been patient, you know, for what, five, six years. And for us to have to go through what we went through yesterday and throughout the re- this year, um, as a fan, I think I have the right to be frustrated. And I, and I know, um, you know, from the Kennel Forum and from Twitter and from Facebook, I speak on a lot of fans' behalf when I say that we're sort of sick and tired um, of the performances that the the team uh, is is putting putting in. Now, to everyone out there that says, you know, calm down, we're rebuilding, I understand we're rebuilding. But for us to go out there yesterday and, and perform the way we did, with with the roster that's half decent, really. Oh, okay. Maybe our roster needs still a lot of building. Danes have about eight or ten players, or almost close to a dozen players in your roster that have played thirty games or less in nine. the NRL. Yeah, nine? that just actually occurred to me, which is okay, which is spot on, right? We've got nine players in our seventeen that have played thirty first grade games or less, which sort of puts things into perspective. I'll admit, but have the club recruited incorrectly? Have they should they have gone for more experienced players? I don't think the club has recruited incorrectly. I think there have been some poor decisions made by the coach that are that are negatively impacting the team week on week on week. And for for a fan, it's it's glaringly obvious where the problems are and why some of these changes aren't being made. I'm not a coach. I can't pretend to understand how the coach is going about things. But I think that some some things need to change. We've won five of fourteen. Right? That's unacceptable. So, some of your senior players, I mean, come on, gee whiz, Tavita Pangai. That was pathetic. That was under sixes stuff where he rushed out of the line, overzealous, I've defended chasing Tavita. the halfback. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I agree. We, we gave two tries. I've away. defended Tavita time in, time out, time in, time out. He did not uh, deserve to be chosen for New South Wales again. And I don't think. Oh, based on that. Before. I think he should be dropped for a week just to be told you've got to listen. You've got to do what the team needs, not what you think you need as a hero play, right? I know he's trying to do his best for the team, but sometimes enough is enough. Phil Gould said that, you know, we we, we, we scored some very easy tries there in, in, the, in the back end of the first half, and that killed the whole game. Tavita Pangai Jr. doesn't rush out. I don't know that he'll score two tries back-to-back, three tries back-to-back, right? It puts the team under a lot of pressure. We, we're losing confidence because we're such a young team. And then we're on the back foot for the rest of the game, right? But Tavita's not the only one to blame, right? Yesterday, and and this is the same problem, and I hate targeting plays, but I have to call it for what it is, right? Hayes Perham at fullback needs to go. Put him at centre, drop him. I don't care what he does. I don't care what Serraldo does, but something needs to give. You can't stick with someone like Hayes Perham. The experiment has failed. For Hayes Perham at fullback. So, okay, Perham goes. Who's the options for fullback? Avarillo. Yep. Right, and I think what's interesting yesterday, Adakam potentially, I think. Um, what, I about, s- what about Kiraz? Does he, does he go all right? He's what I think, right? Yeah. Per- Perham needs to go from fullback. 
You can put Avarillo there, and I think he'll do a better job. You can put Khaled Rajab there, and I think he'll do a good job. In fact, yesterday, uh, Seraldo actually put Khaled Rajab at fullback for the last 15 or 20 minutes in place of Hayes Perham. And if you saw the attack that is that, that Khaled Rajab was providing, the backup that Khaled Rajab was bringing, right, the support play, and just the, the, the slick passing that Perham doesn't even pretend to have, right, it made a big difference. I think that's when we started to to see some of that attack. We just we just we couldn't obviously capitalize on it because we were so far back on on the back foot. But hey, uh, uh, Khaled Raja brought something to the team that Hayes Perham doesn't and can't bring from fullback. I look, I I think the role of the fullbacks um, evolving more and more. Where essentially the the fullback now is. The third ball player has to be similar, similar to the rugby union fullback. A rugby union, he's a runner, he's a kicker, and he's he's a link up player and he's a ball player. So I think rugby league's fullbacks effectively became the same thing now. So I can see why Sorrado has put him there because his hand, his ball skills are second to none. Um, his vision's great. He's got a kicking game. He's got a running game. So that's probably what you know. I can see there. I've seen other fullbacks who've got great running games but don't have a good passing game, started to become less and less effective in the game. And I think that's, they're going the way of the Dodo because ultimately, if you look at all the great fullbacks in our game and all the great fullbacks that have played and they've, you know, over the, the most modern modern history in rugby league, they've all had good passing games, right? They've evolved the game to the point where if you don't have the fullback linking up with the centre and the winger, you're, you're actually taking out a very core part of the spreading the ball, right? And every time Perham gets in there, he throws the pass backwards, he throws it into a player, or he kicks early. What was with the kicks yesterday? In the first 20 minutes, we were attacking excellent, and they just, they were like, they were just, it was like kick happy, what was going on? Why were they kicking so often? Possibly, we shot ourselves in the foot. Possibly to under instruction. I don't know. I mean, I, I, look, there's nice no way they were under instruction to kick that early that often, right? But multiple times they kicked early on the second or the third play when we could have probably you know held held on held on to the ball, got a repeat set, put more pressure, put more pressure, put more pressure, and then you know the the first try came off the back of a mistake. Right where we were, we were attacking on their half. You know, and they they get a penalty and they run, they go ninety meters to score, right? And then they got three tries. You know, on the back of them, it's it's you know the team whether it's under instruction or not, some things need to change. Like I I honestly still think that Burden isn't a halfback. I'm not saying he's not a five eight. He's a great five eight, and he sets up many. Um, Try scoring opportunities. You got you know heaps of try assists. His kicking game is excellent. I'm not saying he's not a, a, a ball player. I'm just saying that he needs someone else to take off that pressure of organising. And I think you know Carl Oloap was starting to show some of his potential. But why wouldn't you try a half there when you get rid of Flanagan? Try Rajab there. Try Rajab there. Put Avrila a fullback. Bring Burns in. Gerald Skelton, how much more does he have to do to get a run in the first grade team? If anyone watched that New South Wales Cup team, we literally tore them to shreds 64-12. It was 40-6 to six at half time. Oh, Flanagan was great. Flanagan was excellent. Four tries, 32 points. Ridiculous. Right? But he's playing hooker. I mean, it's for someone like Flanagan. I know you said Rajab at halfback. If Flanning gets recalled to first grade, is he getting recalled to ho- or reserve hooker? Or is he getting recalled to f- 
What does he get? Halfback on? Nah, he'll, he'll be recalled on the bench. I think Serraldo says something about the press conference in the press conference about Flanagan um, potentially I getting called up onto yeah. the bench. I want to know the purpose of him playing hooker. Are they looking to keep him medium term? They're going to give him another contract. That's why they're playing him at hooker because if they're not going to offer him a new contract, then it comes all to waste basically yeah, by a, playing it, him at hooker. Yeah, I think it's that's a good point. Um, and I was thinking about that a couple of days ago about having him at hooker. You know, what, what, what do they plan on doing with him? You know, I don't think he's going to be resigned because if he was, they'd have him at seven, right? Even in New South Wales Cup. To develop his game as seven, they clearly don't see him as a seven. We don't need a nine. We've got money. So what is the situation there? Um, you know. But the other thing, even around Khaled Rajab and having him on the bench, what's the plan for Khaled Rajab? Why do you have him? On? It's great to have him on the bench, and I think he's adding a lot to the team. But what is he supposed to be? Come on as a lock? Is he supposed to come on as a as a replacement dummy half? Is he there to just add? Like, like we're short on forwards. We should have had another forward on the bench if there's no plan for Khaled Rajab. We need like a, a Franklin Pele or, or, or just another big body on the bench. I thought Carl was a great choice to have in the lineup. Um, it was a lot of energy. You saw the dynamics with his um, position positioning, and he had the runners going at sixes and sevens. Um, he kept the opposition on their toes, which is what we need. Yeah, I, I, I think again, if you give um, if you give him the free reign to say, okay, go out there, be our number seven, play alongside Burden, see what we can do. Because clearly right now we're not even fighting to get to the eight. Now we're fighting to avoid the spoon. We're only two points ahead of the Tigers and the Dragons. What, you know, potentially speaking, and I think this is what may happen, we could be uh, wooden spooners next week. We could be at the bottom of the table next week because we're versing a, a, you know, a Sharks team that's had a really poor outing uh, with Nico Hines who wasn't chosen for State of Origin and they'll be out to prove a point. We can't keep up with them. That's painfully obvious and they're going to come out next week and they're going to they're going to try and sharpen their sword on us. Right? So what do we do? What, what does Seraldo do for next week? He names the same team. The only difference he makes is he puts Burden in, uh, sorry, Burns in for Fox, who's missing because of State of Origin. There's no change of fullback. There's no change at centre. And and I'll, I'll, I'll also um, say this. I think Anamori needs to go back to the New South Wales Cup, and I've been saying this for a few weeks, to continue to uh, hone his skills at centre. I think we need a bigger body there, right? Bring on a Gerald Skelton. You know, or put Burns at uh, centre. Bring on Blake Wilson onto the wing. I think I thought Blake Wilson was excellent on the wing. Hasn't Alamari been given uh, permission to negotiate elsewhere next year? Both he and uh, Avrilo. So have been if they're looking to offload him, they got nothing to lose by playing him New South Wales Cup and probably give him Jarrell Skeldon or someone else to go in first grade. That's you know you know I mean, we we just bought uh, Ethan Keyward from uh, from Brisbane. Um, he's playing at centre. What's the go with him? We've also signed another guy, Lino, um, who's also supposed to be playing centre. So we're buying all these centres and we're not really sure what's happening. You know, is that, Are we going to lose Avrilo, who's been probably one oh, of our brightest sparks? Oh, I'd keep him. He's been great. I know he's getting bronze and sherry, but hasn't he spent four years out of the game? He has. I, I wouldn't mean, get, be getting rid of Avrilo for anyone. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably even give Avrilo the fullback now. Um Maybe you can try to offload Perham from the club and keep Avarello there. Because if Crichton comes in, if he's not going to play fullback, he can play in the centres. Agreed. Or the other way around, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's just at the moment I feel like in terms of our selections and in terms of in terms of the direction, just for the immediate future, I feel like so much is up in the air. And as fans, like for example, Franklin Pele, that guy's a beast. 
He's really big boy. Even if you use him in 10, 15 minute stints, he's a big body that can get us over the advantage line. He's not playing. Right, he's in New South Wales Cup. He had a great game in New South Wales Cup. He hasn't been chosen this week. Uh, look, I just look at some of your forwards. Um, I think he's need a bit more experience. Look, there is some good forwards on the market. Saifidis, um, Matt Lodge. I mean, one or two of them, and it makes a massive difference. I mean, you got some forwards there. I would personally offload. You know, I wouldn't. Who would you offload? Oh, Ryan Sutton for beginners. Oh, Ryan Sutton's. You know, he played a few good games in earlier early in the year, but then is he, is he off contract or what's the go with him? He's look. He, whenever he comes into first grade, he's been getting hammered. He hasn't been playing big minutes. And, uh, and Luke Thompson's look. Unfortunately, what's happening with him? I don't know if they're going to re-sign him, so that's effectively two forwards out of the way. I mean, you get one of the Saifidis, or you can get both of them when you get or well, one of them in Lodge. I mean, look at your forward pack all of a sudden bolstered by. Yeah. And then don't forget, we've got, um, you know, Chris Patolo came back yesterday. And he had a, a kick has a massive difference as well. He is. People forget, yeah. Uh, look, he is, but at the end of the day, you can't use those excuses now. He's been out for two months. I think he just needs some more middlemen. I mean, I mean, some experience. He's got a very ex- inexperienced side. We have a very inexperienced and side. And it's going to take a few years to really get the results you want. It will come, but do you have the patience for a few years? Because they didn't have the patience with... Dean Pay, I didn't have the patience with Barrett. I mean, what's going to change with um, Cameron Seraldo? Well, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, right. I mean, that, that's that's that, that's what like that's the frustrating part is that there are some immediate resolutions available. There are. Yeah. I mean, or do, do the club turn around and just back um, Seraldo and say, "Hey, don't worry about results this year. Give everyone a go." I mean, I, I think. I mean, what's the go there? They got to. They got to. Identify something. How many more people can he blood? It's the tenth debutant now with Kalabra. Kalabra. Uh, I think they should have. I think they probably should have recruited a few more experienced middlemen. I think it's just the middle that we're because if you look at Max King, like Chris Patolo started yesterday alongside TPJ, and I thought he had a great return. He had a great first grade look, return. Look, no, no disrespect um, to your current starting forwards, but I just feel that if you had Saifidi and Matt Lodge, Max King wouldn't start as much as what you think. Even Tavita probably wouldn't play in the front row position. He'd be at lock or possibly coming off the bench. That your forward pack would be okay, but, but, would but be amazing. You make a great point, right? But if you got Franklin Pelé, Max King, TPJ coming off the bench, that's a great bench to have when you've got Kikau, Preston, exactly. Raymond Fatala, Mariner, I said, I said no disrespect. Lodge, Saifidi. You've got yeah, those people that would starting. Be That'd be a great You, you know pack. what? I think he's got the money to get those two forwards. I mean, um, Luke Thompson was on big bucks, isn't he? Yeah, he's on massive money, and I don't know if he's going to stay around. He definitely can't stay around for the same money that he's on. Of course not. I don't think, you know, I know Matt Matt Lodge is looking for a new club. Pretty sure Saifidi's been told to look elsewhere. No, so so Newcastle's come out and said, we're not going to let Saifidi go. Aren't they both off contract? No, just the one. Just the one. So why, why all of a sudden the change of heart? I think they never wanted to get rid of the Saifidi brothers. All right, you got Matt Lodge. Anyone else off contract? Um, Black Laurie. Oh, get out of here. Anyway, We're not going to take the Dragons garbage. <laughs> um, uh, look, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that yesterday the game was so demoralizing to watch as a Bulldogs fan because you know why? They started really well in the first 20 minutes and I thought they've got this. They can do this, right? They were going toe-to-toe with the Parramatta Eels. Tavita Pangai Jr. comes they blew, out. They blew a few tries in the first half. They, honestly, I thought even with the tries that the Eels scored, if we're taking our opportunities, we should we should have been twenty four. We had great opportunities. That's the thing. We actually didn't look that bad in attack. 
it was just the stupid decisions defence that destroyed us. Just lacking a few extra classy players that would convert those chances. What I think we're lacking is a real uh, is a real leader on the field. I think we don't have that. Not 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 with our current captains. We don't have someone like, for example, someone should have come out there yesterday and said, you know, when they were doing all the stupid stupid kicks, stop kicking. Let's leave it to the halfback. Stop kicking. Let's. How often did they repeat those early kicks? How many times do you think? I think it was probably five. I reckon they're on the instruction. There has to be the. What to kick on second? Yeah. No way. It's it's normal with coaches. No Sometimes they want to turn around the opposition and pin them down in their own quarter. Not these kicks. These were attacking kicks, not defensive kicks. Oh, so they were like literally attacking the line. They were attacking the line. They were in attack. They weren't defensive kicks. That's why Car was going to be there, right? Eh? Well, it happened multiple times where he got one at the end, but didn't. It might have come off at training. Unfortunately, it didn't come off on game day. I mean, look, th- that one at the end was look. They tried something. That was okay. Should have scored, but yeah, uh, that's okay. That's okay. I'll like, let that go. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not something that changes. The, the the dynamic of the game but those early kicks they did change the dynamic of the game and to be honest I, I think that the Sharks were going to be an even bigger challenge for us right because full strength they full well Royce Hunt is injured after the tackle from um, Christian Walsh who's yep. been suspended that's going to be a big thing for us how, how long is he out for? Uh, they're saying he's got a syndesmosis so three to six weeks gee whiz yeah but they still got a, a very uh, wh- big what did Walsh cop for that? one week is that all for giving a guy a, a literally six-week injury? I mean, you can, uh, look, I, I don't want to get into that, but we're, we're screwed against the Sharks. I'm going to say it, all right? I'm still going to tip the dogs because I'm not going to tip against them, but we're screwed against the Sharks. If we come out with the same game plan, if, if Perham is still the one at fullback, if Alamotti is still going to try and do a hop, skip, and a jump you know, into the defensive line, we're not going to get anywhere, right? But I'm so happy Burns is playing because I feel like, when Burns has played for us, he's always given 100% and he's got that IQ, the, the footy IQ. Just right? on that hop, skip and jump, I think once he, you know, he does need to go back to reserves and get that out of his game. It's just, it's just not, it's not first grade quality. I'm sorry, but it's not first grade. The like, bodies there are big, they'll be able to handle that. So he's got to go back to reserves and And he's going to be up against sword. Jesse Ramian. Yeah. Right? Very physical. Like he couldn't even stop that Will Penasini try, which was a double movement and should not have been allowed. So was that knock on in the first try for the Eels. But I digress. He's going to get destroyed by Jesse Ramian. Right? Because he won't be able to handle Ramian just like he wasn't able to handle him the first time R- he played Ramian, the Sharks. Ramian wouldn't look out of, um, he wouldn't look out of uh, touch if he was um, state, of state of origin. Yeah, yeah. I agree. 100%. I, I, and, and, and this is what we're facing at the moment, right? On the other side. Wooden spoon. The Bulldogs? Yeah. I, no, I, they, I think they'll get their players. Back nah, look, I, I think that if if we stay if we stay like this, we're definitely if um, we're definitely at risk of the, of the spoon. As I say, depending on on results next week. Disagree. Anyway. Look, depending on results next week, we could end up at the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, it's all right. It's only temporary. I mean, I it don't doesn't think matter if it's only temporary. I, I mean, Tigers don't have Carousel. That's they got no direction without him. You know, they haven't had a halfback for ten years, so they got no direction without. Carousel. You know, regardless, um, it doesn't matter what other teams are doing. We need to be good enough to say no. It's our results that are stopping us from getting the spoon, not other teams. And that's what's that's what's bothering me. Is a you know, uh, last week I said there was some progress. This week I feel like we've taken ten steps back. What 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 are they doing at training? Where's the defensive mentality? Right, you look at Andrew Webster at the Warriors. He's got them. He's got. He's got them humming along so well. I know they're a much more experienced team. Thank you. They're a much, much more experienced. Different dynamics. Team. They got a. They got experienced half in Sean Johnson. He's playing out of his skin. I know that. 
I know, and and they to be got honest, experienced fullback and, and nickel crook start. Amazing, right? And I, I want to say, they get stronger next year as well. I want to say that with um, with Burden, I have to commend him because he was literally taking hit ups, making kicks, throwing passes, trying to run. He was everywhere. Look, I know you're being highly critical of the coaching, and I, I think it's on the recruitment. If anything, just looking at your makeup of your side, it's absolutely on the recruitment. It's just too inexperienced. Look, I'm with you, and and I think we'll be better for it next year. But I, I'm just oh, he's, I've lost patience already this year. So you know, I mean, it's just found that surprising they've done the same thing they did with the two previous coaches in Dean Pay and Barrett. Well, I don't look. I don't think they have. I think that I think that we'll be better for it next year. And I think that the oh, blood, they're blooding the right juniors. And if you look at what we've uncovered this year, okay, you've got to, you've got to look at Aloapu, Harrison Edwards, Jacob Preston, who's an absolute freak, Carla uh, Drajab, right? They're four players that essentially have become first graders this year, right? Um, and can you imagine another 10, 20, 30 games under their belt for the look, Bulldogs? You get, get Crichton next year, um, which is a big plus. Hopefully Kikau will be back. Yeah, Kikau will be back. Hopefully he stays fit. Hopefully uh, I still think forwards. He, I think, yeah, uh, if he's get Lodge and one other really significant middleman, that's a big plus for you guys. Who then then you're talking. Then you're talking. Any other good forwards off contract? I can't actually think of any good forwards off contract. I mean, they're, they're very- Is Jack DeBellin off contract? Honestly- I, I would I would stop watching rugby league altogether if we signed Jack DeBellin. Jack DeBellin shouldn't even be in the Dragons team. As a Dragons supporter, do you agree? Uh, I think the club should turn over a new leaf, a new chapter in its history. Um, it's time to move forward. Um, and that's about it. I think they should not renew his contract and move on. Agreed. And I think Shane Flanagan's smart enough to do that. I think it's just time to change the culture. Um, I, I, if anything, I'm not looking about you know, we all know what he went through. It's more like just time to um, leave the past behind. It's just ch- time to basically leave the last links to that tumultuous yeah, period. I agree. Behind time to change the culture, basically. In terms of forwards off contract, um, you've got uh, Aaron Wood. <laughs> hey, he's not asking George. No, he's, I'm talking about in general. I, th- I think he's going into media after this. I don't think he's yeah. going to play on. Um, um, and then you've got, um, you know, J. Ma- T- Tonal Brown is off contract. Um, uh, Wurumu Grigg from the Eels. He's done well for Parramatta this year. Oh, agreed. Liam Knight from uh, the Rabbitohs. Yeah. I think he's he's a great forward. I'm talking middle Lodge. men. Lodge, yep. Um, Jordan McLean. Jordan McLean, yes. Tepai Maroa. No, I'd go Jordan McLean and Lodge. Yeah, anyone else? Jordan yeah. McLean, come on. He plays State of Origin. Yeah, Jordan McLean. He's an experienced forward for the North Queensland Cowboys. I'll yeah, take him. I, I'm not a fan of him. Um, he's not going to be pricey either. Martin Tapau. Uh, he's a local junior, by the way. Yeah, he is. He debuted for the Bulldogs. Uh, he'll be good he'll to be get He'll be a good addition. He'll be a great addition as a... As a, as a he's only 33. As so. an experienced prop, I think he'll be great. He's got a few years in him still. Um, so, you know, th- there are some options there. I think the one that stands out, as you mentioned. Um, I'd go Lodge, McLean, Lodge. and Martin Tapau. Hands down. Tapau. Tapau, um, yeah. Sorry, Martin. Uh, you know, I-, I would love to get one of the Saifidi brothers. I, I-, I rate them. And to oh, be honest. telling me they're, they're not going to let him go? I mean, anything can happen. Money, money talks. Oh, hands um, down, yeah. and, and I think, to be honest, for me, I'm, I'm quite upset that um, none of them, they weren't considered for New South Wales, considering that when they have played, they've Even played Clemmer. well. Yeah, what's, what's yeah. the go with Clemmer? I don't get it. He's just Fitler, Freddie, f- fried Freddie Fitler. D- d- wasn't he recommended to coach a club at one stage? Oh, our club. <laughs> don't get me started. 
They aimed for Flanagan and Ben Hunter ended up with Seraldo and Luke Brooks. Nah, I'd, <laughs> running nah, joke today. No, no. I, I think running joke. I don't think you can. I don't. Think, I like. Uh, it's all right. I, I don't like think, Cam. I don't think Cameron Seraldo can be judged. I like Cam. I'm only judging him I'm in just the short having term. A running joke with bro, I back, I'm backing him, and I think that he's um, he's a great coach, and I do think he'll achieve good greatness for the Bulldogs, and I hope they stick by him. But it's just as a fan, I I, I can't I can't help um, the frustration. I do re-hope though that the Bulldogs re-sign Braden Burns. That's he's the one player in the backs that I want. I want them to re-sign Braden Burns and Jake Averill. Experience, good player too. Good player, experience. Um, uh, has the the grit and determination. Oh yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot there that he provides. Um, but you know, um, we'll see how we go. Um, I guess the other thing that just finally is, um, I think that we'll struggle to to do well against the the Sharks this year. Uh, this week, sorry. We're playing them on Sunday. Oh, they're, they're, they're circling. I'll tell you what. They've had an ordinary few weeks. Yeah. Oh, Melbourne absolutely touched them up. Yeah, you want to use that yeah. you know, yeah. description did, of them. But, yeah, that was that could have been 70 or 80 points. Uh, honestly, I thought it was heading and, that way. And Nico Hines played himself out of a state of origin jersey. So, I mean, there's not much you could do when your whole team's getting dominated yeah, the way I'll, it is. I'll tell you what, Craig Fitzgibbons had a bit of pressure put on him by the media as well and the fans. Oh, no, They're asking him to stop being a nice guy, so, yeah. I think the media can get stuffed. Uh, you know who else is coming off contract that I think the doggies can target? Harmasele from the Rabbitohs. Yeah, he's a Kings Grove Colts boy, so I he's, not, he's only down the road from Belmore. Yeah. So. Yeah, we need, we need some experienced props, man. That's that's what the Bulldogs need. We need some forwards. What about Royce Hunt and Braden Hamill-Newelli from Cronulla? I'm pretty sure Royce Hunt just re-signed. Damn. Yeah, Royce Hunt and Hamill-Newelli. Um, yeah, he's he's he's, he's signed till 2025. Two good, two good forwards. Yeah, great forwards, and they're they're central to the um, to the um, Sharks go forward. Oh yeah. Um, obviously alongside Finucane and things like that. So anyway, um, that's my half an hour rant on the Bulldogs. Um. You know, and I think I'm sort of distilling a lot of um, what I'm reading from the fans and, you know, hearing from every all the Doggies fans and sort of just putting it out there a little bit unfiltered. Um, you know, I hope I hope that the team name this week is not the team that runs out. Um, I'd like to see uh, Franklin Pelé on the bench. You know, I'd love to see maybe even um, Gerald Skelton there. Can I can I ask, Reid Barney's been playing 80 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it worth having a second hooker on the bench and Marnie plays maybe 60 well, minutes? I think Marnie against the Eels only played 70 minutes. And who played the other 10 in his spot? Uh, it was either Harrison Edwards or Carlo Oluwapu. Is, is Harrison Edwards a hooker? No, Harrison, Harrison Edwards a lock. So, I mean, if Flanagan's only playing hooker, wouldn't you have him, you know, there? But then you lose you lose the ability to have someone like Carl Rajab on the bench. Maybe just start him in that sense. Where are you going to put him? Put him in the halves. Maybe somebody's got one of the other halves got to go to centre or fullback or... Yeah, he's got, to, he's got to try something. Right, look, I'm with you. I'm with I you. mean, Case Perham doesn't really have a. Uh, it's got no. As we spoke about the evolving, the evolution of a fullback in the NRL, Case uh, Perham's not fitting that. If you want to be amongst the leaders, and it looks like Sorado's, you know, he's sold on the whole evolution of a fullback. That's why he put Carl Rush about the back. Yeah, for the last twenty minutes, you know. So maybe, I mean, and, and look, the way I look at it as well is, I don't think. Is, um, is he fit enough to be there at fullback for the whole game, Carl? That's, that's a good question, but is it's a tough gig. Has Perham earned, uh, earned his spot there? That, that's the question I ask, and I don't think he has. And, and look, uh, and you said, look, he's you're not you don't want him tossed out of the team. Maybe put him at centre or, or on the wing. Maybe he might be more adept there. So it's not a bad suggestion either. 
I don't know. What do you guys think? What what should our makeup of the Bulldogs team look like for the Sharks uh, moving forward? Um, what are the changes that you would like to see? Um, you know, I've seen some 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 big calls made on the Kennel forums and on Twitter, and um, you know, leave leave a comment uh, down below on what you think the team should look like moving forward and what changes you think need to happen. For me, I think straight off the bat, I think Perham needs to go. Alamadi needs to go back to New South Wales to continue to hone his craft. On the bench, uh, I think we need Pele there. I don't care who misses out. I think Pele needs to be there. Um, and I honestly believe that um, that Flanagan does deserve a spot on the bench. To be honest, if, if, if you're asking me, I would have even said move Burden back to six and have um, Flanagan there at seven. But obviously, if they're playing him there at nine, that's not going to happen. So, I don't know. Uh, like... I'm sort of at odds at the moment to make any, like, to, to get too invested because I just don't think any changes are going to be made. And that's the disappointing part. So that's um, that's how I feel. Uh, either way, go the doggies. You know, proud to be a bulldog. I think they'll put up a good fight against the Sharks, but I, I just don't think we've got... We've, shark, shark Park this weekend? Uh, Pretty sure it's at Shark Park. No, he's, he's played at Canterbury's home ground. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, might be worth Point a trip. Stadium. Near home might be worth a trip. Might be worth a trip, yeah. Um, but th- that's that's it, man. Like, you know, we just don't have um, the game plan. We don't have people in the important positions doing their role. Like, if you had a, a better fullback there that could, that could link up in the last pass to the center and the wing, I think we we, we were giving we were making a lot of room there for ourselves uh, against the Eels. But I, I just felt like Perham wasn't injecting himself and just didn't doesn't have the capability to inject himself uh, when it needs to be injected. That's look, Canterbury, that. look, I'll say now, Canterbury are near full strength as well, so I know they're going to want to make up for it. Expect a good performance from him. They won't win. I think it's going to be a lot closer than anyone expects it to be. Mm. I'll tell you now, they got nothing to lose. They're going to throw all caution to the wind. I think Canterbury's going to surprise a lot of people. We do have a day. lot to lose, though. He's we do. S- we could, we could be, I'm telling you, we could be on the bottom of the ladder. And the last thing we want is another potential ladder. This is going to be our, our third. But like, we're going to be in the running for the for the spoon now three years in a row. I think Canterbury's going to surprise a lot of people on the day. Look, I'll be the first one surprised. I'll be the first one surprised, let me tell you. <laughs> um, I enjoy these sort of podcasts. I'm just... Yeah, I'm, 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 I was very demoralized um, watching that Eels game. You don't understand. I, I couldn't couldn't watch the post-match conferences. I, I was just like, I, I watched to the 80th minute. To the, the most demoralizing thing for me, I'm not of Canterbury, I mean, you know, was rookie mistakes by an experienced forward. Yeah. You know, who's played rep footy and international footy. Something he pulled out was under sixes stuff. That was just mind-boggling. So for me, that was the most demoralizing part. Look, for me, for me, it's it's that... I can see that Perham wants to do more, but I just don't think he has the capability or the experience to do it, right? He doesn't have it. Waddell comes on as a forward replacement. Waddell is a black hole in attack. He makes the tackles, but he just doesn't offer any go forward. He, he doesn't get us over the advantage line. He doesn't. He's not fast. He's oh. not explosive. There's just very little that Waddell offers off the bench. Yeah, okay. I, I agree with that. And look, back on the centre, I think Alamani needs to do have a stint in New South Wales Cup. Somebody else... Um, needs a go there, you know. And you, you need someone that's that's got a bit of toe on him in in the uh, center position. Not just toe, but size. Like Gerald Skelton is could literally play in the second row if he needed is, to. Is he a center or a winger? He's a center. Okay, he can play wing as well. He plays center or wing. Well, it's time to blood him. I, I think it is, but you know, it's just we've been you know, and Alamotti's been 
off his game for a few weeks. And if you recall, a few few episodes ago, I was saying that I think Alamari needed to go back to New South Wales Cup. And you know, yeah, he's been off his game for about yeah, maybe two months even. Um, had a great game against the West Tigers, and it's not been down, the same yeah, it's, scene, it's yeah. been downhill since. Um, you know, Harrison Edwards, Jacob Preston, like. All over, which we are really inexperienced. Is Moran playing again? He Mo- passed, yeah. his, passed his HIA. I think he's he mi- Yeah, I think he might make way. I think he may 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 have For Flanagan. No, I think I, I think they Skelton. might bring Pele in there okay. as a prop, or which Pelé, I think would be yeah. great. Yeah, be um, you know, and I'd like to see um, Skelton starting, but look, I, I, I you know, it's yet yeah, still up in there. I hope there are some changes made come game time, but it's it's as I said, it's still up in the air. Um, now. Uh, moving on, um, as you Fr- can see. Yep, fried chicken time. Uh, state of origin. Yeah, fried big, chicken time. Big, big, big controversial uh, decisions being made. Um, I thoughts? feel like chicken tonight. Oh, yep, sorry. Thoughts? Um, look, I, the, I looked at the lineup. Um, I think uh, Fitlow New South Wales is hoping that Latrell Mitchell scores four tries, three try assists, and carries them over the line. I mean, I just saw nothing inspiring in that lineup, to be honest. That's how I saw it. Anyway, I think Queensland's just... I mean, it's going to take an inspired performance by Latrell, backed up by Tommy Turbo. Um, I'm sure Addo Carr will come to the party if those two are firing, as well as Brian Dahl. But, I mean, I saw nothing inspiring in the forwards either. I think... Our forwards, I mean... We, we, I mean, where's it inspiring? I mean, Cam Murray's still on the bench for Isaiah. Isaiah reminds me of Craig Fitzgibbon and, and Nathan Hindmarsh when they started stagnating, when they started getting found out by the opposition, when they became more of a defensive forward instead of an attacking forward. That's how I see Isaiah at the moment. He, he's definitely not at the level that he was last year. Um, he doesn't have a, a, a bag of tricks. You know, yeah. he's, he, they, he's really shown his whole hand of uh, a whole deck of cards. Yeah, that's right. Right, so it's the same thing that we saw Fitzgibbon and Nathan Hindmarsh in, in years gone by. Mm-hmm. They went from being running forwards to defensive forwards. Yep. You know, what's he got to offer? Cam Murray's sitting there, offers more impact. I mean, I would have thrown Angus Crichton in there. No, I wouldn't have chosen Angus Crichton. He's playing horribly for the Roosters. I think he lifted up a level when it comes to State of Origin. He's all, he's uh, he's actually had a lot of good games at State of Origin. Yeah, yeah. look, he I don't think so, down. but he's, he's had a very, very tough year. Um, but here's the thing, right? Hudson Young chosen, even two, though he was two bad games and gets chosen. <laughs> and, <laughs> to and, made a one bad game off, and he had twenty minutes in the first game of Dreadful. Origin, Dreadful. and it was hooked and didn't come back. Dreadful. Right? What is Fitler expecting to happen? I think he's hoping before the game they take off their shoes, they walk barefoot, they do some earthing, they get some positive energy, and just somehow fluke it from there. Honestly, Fright Freddy, that's what I'm going to call him because he just makes some, like, look, I will say the Mitchell Moses decision is, I don't, uh, overall. I, I thought they would have went Reynolds and Cody Walker instead we end up Loy and well, Moses. W- look, no, no dis- Walker is not an origin player. Look, no disrespect to um, Moses um, or, or Loy, but I thought reuniting the Souths duo, they do combine well together. No, no I way. Thought it was, I thought it was a better option than Mitchell Moses and Jerome Loy. No way. Reynolds, bro, listen to me. Reynolds would have been a good, whether it was Reynolds or Mitchell Moses, right? You're getting two halfbacks who are playing very, very well and have very good kicking games. But uh, Cody Walker should never be near a Blues jersey ever again. Why is that? He's just a crap player. 
Gee whiz. I don't rate Cody Walker at all. Ooh. And you know what? Let me tell you something. If the Blues were down 18-16, Cody Walker would have a brain snap and ruin it for the team. If they were down 18-16? Yes. Without, but he has to try to chance his arm, doesn't he? But Cody Walker, it's not a ch- chance his arm. He'll throw a slap or he'll push someone and give away a penalty like he usually does for the Rabbitohs when things aren't going well. He's the ultimate competitor. Um, oh, that's a cop-out. I think know, it's a big cop-out. His, um, his peers all um, nah, rate him highly he's, nah, in the game. Nah. I mean, you listen to anyone, you listen to his peers. Nah. You th- you're telling me Walker's better than Luai? I mean, I, 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 that's how I see it. No I way. Do. I mean, no his way. footy speaks for itself. The amount of try assists, line break assists. I think Luai had a very good game. Uh, for the Blues, he, could, he couldn't do much oh, look, more. I'm not saying Luai's, Luai's played great for New It South just seems Wales. like everybody wants to get rid of Luai. I don't understand I don't, it. No, I actually backed him up. I just thought if you wanted to correlate the halves, Adam Adam Reynolds and, and Cody Walker um, would be a better option than Mitchell Moses and Luai, who've never I'd, played together I, I, before. I, I don't I don't think Cody Walker. Anyway, anyway, Cody Walker's been injured. Would you just throw him in there for a, for a Suncorp Stadium game? He, He's no, always up for it, Cody. Nah, no way. Cody Walker wouldn't. He's, Cody Walker, the Iceman. Nah, I think, um, look, you could have had either Mitchell Moses, um, uh, Nico Hines, or Adam uh, Adam Reynolds there. Either one that you chose, either one you choose. Well, Nico Hines played himself out of a jersey, unfortunately. But which, whoever Freddie chose, he was going to cop shit for it. There was no way there was a, a, a clear-cut decision at halfback for the Blues. I thought that was his safest option, Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds. No way. Why would you throw in Cody, Re- Cody Walker? What do you get? What are you hoping to achieve by having someone like Cody Walker in there? What do you mean? What are you hoping to achieve with Cody Walker that Jerome Lloyd doesn't do? Cody Walker plays well with Adam Reynolds. So they we correlate well together. So what you're telling me is you're going to have two players at six and seven that have only played one Origin game each, or whatever, the, whatever they, they can. Maybe about 150 club matches together. You and I both know that Origin is very different to club. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Lloyd's been there now. Right, okay. Luai has the experience, and Mitchell Moses. I'm telling you, whether you had Reynolds there, Walker there, uh, sorry, Reynolds, Hines, or or Mitchell Moses there, you were gonna. Co- Freddie was, you know, damned if he does, damned damned if he doesn't. So he just went with Mitchell Moses. He's gut feeling. No, I think that's not a bad decision. Uh, I don't know. You called Cody Walker a crap player, which I don't think anyone would agree with you. Doesn't matter. I don't rate him at all. Yeah, I'll just find I, I, I honestly think I, I don't rate him at all. And he's actually, and the Rabbitohs, when, when it's Cody Walker there and the trail's not there, the Rabbitohs are easily found out to be to be a shambles. But Cody Walker's been doing 30 plus try assists every year for the last five or six years before even Latrell got there. He doesn't no, need Latrell no, there. Hasn't. Yes, he has. No, it was Andrew, bro, before Latrell got there, it was Adam Reynolds that was, that was uh, giving all those try assists. It was Adam Reynolds, and then when Adam Reynolds left, Latrell was there. I think you got a fact check. So I started to think it's it's personal against Cody Walker. What, what would it be personal against Cody Walker? I'm telling you now, Adam Reynolds. No, no, no. And Cody hang on Walker. a second. You've made a claim, and I want you to back it up. Yeah. Why would it be personal against a footy player? All right. Google how many try assists Cody Walker has had in the last six. Seasons. Okay, I could do the same thing for Jerome Lawyer. I could do the same thing for Nico Hines. Nico Hines been the best player of the last eighteen months. You could have you could have potentially had Nico Hines and Mitchell Moses there. How many try assists did has Mitchell Moses had? He took his team to the grand final. But you're missing, sure, they had a bad game in the grand final, yeah, but, but he was hang there. Hang on a sec. Stop there. You're missing the point I'm making. Which is? Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker correlate well together. When was the last time they played together? Two seasons ago. 
Thank you. Not even a season and a half. Two, two, two whatever. Two but years they played ago, played hundred and fifty games together. They What's, could have played a thousand games together. It's not make this much. is Origin of Suncorp. Cody Walker is not fit for pressure situations. Adam Reynolds has been playing at Suncorp for the last season and a half. I, I, I would have thought. Yeah. I would have thought if they chose Adam Reynolds, yeah. I would have been happy with that decision because I rate Adam Reynolds as as one of the most. Natural, natural sevens we've got in the game at the moment. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I do. Okay. Right. I love Adam Reynolds. Right. He would have gone well with Jerome Loy. Right. He would have gone well with any other six there. Now you got you got Latrell in the team, right? Yeah. So doesn't Cody and Adam Reynolds play well with Latrell? But Latrell plays well there, regardless. Did Latrell not play there well there in 2021? But does he not play? Does Th- he not- did he not play well there without Cody Walker? Did he not play well there in 2021? Without Cody Walker. But are you telling me... Answer my question, yes or no. He played well, but are you going to say he doesn't play better with those two guys he's played over 100 games with? Not necessarily. That's pretty uh, subjective. I don't think it's subjective. I think that Latrell Mitchell will go out there and do something. That's like saying... That's hey, like hang saying, on a sec. Hear me out. They've played over 100 games together, week in, week out. They know each other, each other inside out. Yeah. You wouldn't try them at Origin together? This is not a time to try things. Well, they've got to try to club games. This is games. not a this is not a time to try things. This is Suncorp to level this the series, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's why you would throw him in there. No, you don't take Jerome Loy out for no reason. Why would you get rid of Jerome Loy when he was there in the first game? Right, right. He was there in the first game. He was there last year. Right, right. We know he can perform. He was right. there in twenty twenty one. We know he can do the job. Right. He's got Mitchell Moses there. Why would you cause even more disruption to the team? Well, what's Jerome Loy's percentage win at State of Origin? I can ask you about so, bro. What, what's uh, it's less than half? Hear me out. So, what's wrong with trying Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker? Why would you do that? So, why wouldn't you? No, no, no. Hang on a second. For a game that we need to win, yeah, where Jerome Lloyd didn't actually play that badly in game one, you want to cause this massive disruption to the That's team? It's not a disruption. It's a huge disruption. It is not. It's the how is it not a disruption? Because a third of that side has played with with Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds before. Hang on, if you're talking, yeah. hang on, if you're talking you about com- you're talking about combinations, right? Yeah. You're talking about combinations, yeah. right? We've already got Isaiah Yo there, yeah. right? We've got Luai there, yeah. we've got Brian Toto there. Haven't Queensland got him figured out? Do they? Well, of course they do. Did they have him figured out? Well, they had him figured out for the last season and a half, and the season before last year. How how did they have him figured out? They had a, who won the season? Who won the series last year? Last year, the the Queensland won it. All right, the season before. But are you telling me that they won it because of Pen- because of Penrith, not because of Freddie's shitty selection on the bench? Who? The Queensland. What last year? Yeah. Queensland had him figured out. Isaiah was absolutely. It was, it was not. Yeah, see, this is the thing. And the season before, it nah. wasn't Penrith that got him home. Who was it that got him home? It was the Souths players. Hang on, hang on a second. Yeah, it was Latrell Mitchell. Cam Murray didn't have a great series. But Cam Murray's good anyway. He plays. He plays good for Australia. Plays good for the Rabbitohs. Cam Murray's one of the best second rows in the game. Why isn't he starting? That's my argument. Because they've gone with the whole correlation of keeping the Penrith players together, and I think Queensland no. have got them figured what? out. What Hudson Young's not a Penrith player. I'm not. Referring. Tyson Frizzell's not a uh, uh, what's it called? It's uh, the, Penrith it's, player. It's the Isaiah. They got Liam Martin. They got Brian Tull. Hang on a second. Are you telling me Liam Martin wasn't the best player for New South Wales in oh, game he, one? He was great off the bench. Wasn't Fantastic. he not the best player for New South Wales? He was great, but yeah, I, that's I it. just think that's it. That's I just it. think it was better why correlated, choose, bro. Why choose Stefano? You talk, if you're talking that, why they choose Yotokamano instead of Spencer Lenu, for example? Yotokamano is even the best forward at his club. He's not. He yeah. should have had Clemmer there if he was going to choose uh, Utoko I, Manu. I totally agree. Yeah, but my point is, right, you're trying to say that Cody Walker should have been chosen. We're not going to agree. I don't think Cody Walker should ever be near a New South Wales um, uh, uh, jersey. Right. Explain why him, why not him, and why Mitchell Moses? 
I'm t- I already said to you that whether he chose Moses, Hines, or Reynolds, he would have been in a tough situation, and I would have been okay with either three. That's my argument. And and not Cody Walker. Yeah. Really? Why? Can't, wh- look, I can understand the argument for Reynolds. I can understand the argument for Moses, and I can understand the argument for Nico Hines. Right. I can't understand the argument for Cody Walker. How does? All right. So, Luai, okay, he's got less than a 50% win rate at State of Origin. Yeah. So so does Luttrell. So does uh, so does Turbo. No, they got more than a 50%. No, they don't. How, what's, what's, how many games has Turbo, uh, what's called, Luttrell played and New South Wales have won? Turbo and Luttrell didn't play last year. They didn't play last year. But the right. year before they, they played. They won. And then the year before that, they didn't play, they lost. Luttrell played the year before. Yeah, but not all the games. But, but look at his percentage of win. It's probably it's, 50% it's, at best. It's, it's more than half. No, it's not. But, yeah. but again, this, these are so, these are like inconsequential. It's very inconsequential because you're you're targeting Jerome Loy. I'm just saying you're saying Jerome Loy has got less than a fifty percent win rate. So what what's wrong with trying Reynolds and, and Walker? Payne Haas is less than a fifty percent win rate. But, but my point we're is, talking halves. No, no, no. Talking it doesn't forwards. matter. I'm talking plays that uh, that stat can be leveraged against anyone. Against anyone. Oh, but I'm not referring to right. the forwards. Adam I re- already said our forwards Adam, aren't inspiring. Adam, Adam Reynolds has yeah. played one game yeah. right for the Blues and they one lost. One game. And, and they you lost. Don't give him, you, um, what about Cody Walker? How many games has he had? One. So you don't want to give him another chance. It's not about giving chances. I just think that Adam Walker, Adam uh, uh, Adam Reynolds is a much better player than Cody Walker has ever been. Yeah, but they're different positions. I'm it saying doesn't matter. they correlate well together. No, they, I don't think that. I don't think that makes a big difference at all. All right, over a hundred games, a premiership, uh, grand final appearance, multiple finals. He doesn't think they correlate well together. Not even at State of Origin. No, I just don't think that that Suncorp is a position to try that out. You okay, know? I don't think you should be changing that. Make that but, many changes. But Mitchell Moses and Jerome Luai, who've never played together before, are a better option. Uh, it's the, the, you're looking at it the wrong way. I'm saying that Jerome Loy was there in game one, yeah. and I think that Jerome Loy should be there in game two, right? If for me, I think Nick Hunt should have give, been given the chance at seven, right? Because he was there in game one, right? Right? If you believe in him in game one, you should believe him in game two. Well, that, that's your coach's choice. Yeah, but that, he's your coach too because he's your state's coach. Right. All I'm saying is that the argument that Jerome Loy shouldn't have been there, right, is tentative at best. Hang on a second because you could have chosen either Adam Reynolds, Mitchell Moses, and, and, and Nico Hines, right? You're telling me that you would rather have Cody Walker there to test the new combination if Adam Reynolds wasn't chosen. Yeah, but you're missing the point here. I never once said Loy doesn't deserve to be there. I just thought if you're going to have – Halves together, you're better off having Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker. I'm it's a saying, hang on a second, and hang on. I'm saying that that even Adam Reynolds wasn't a clear cut choice for it. If Adam Reynolds was a clear cut choice, I understand that. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying that the argument is is irrelevant. But what I'm saying is, my my argument is Walker and Reynolds go look, get together. Look, we're better not, we're than not gonna Luai, we're not, Nah, we're not gonna go we're not gonna get Luai and Moses. We're not gonna get anywhere. All right. Are we all going to get anywhere? Answers below. Who do you think would have been a better halves combination at start of origin? Walker and Reynolds or Luai and Moses? I'm, I stand by that. Luai and Reynolds. Luai and Moses are much better than Walker and Reynolds at, at origin level. Oh, we'll leave that to the argument. I hope. Or say, tell me if you think Cody Walker is a good player or not. <laughs> Stefano Itokoimanu was chosen on the bench. Yep. He was 18th man, right. I think 19th man right. for the Blues. Um, I'm not totally against that. I think Itokoimanu has been on the, on the cusp of state of origin right. for the last couple of years. I'm glad he's getting his opportunity, but I don't think it's the right decision. I think they needed a, a, a more experienced forward there. I definitely agree. I think um, both Saifides were available. David Clemens of available. Um, yeah, I just find it surprising they've gone with him, basically. He's not even the best front row at his club, so... 
He's been um, playing really good for the Tigers, i got to say, but David Clemmer has been playing out of his skin. I would have loved to see Clemmer come back to New South Wales. I don't I don't understand that. I mean, Fittler's bypassed him for the last three seasons. I mean, is there an explanation? Why why, de- why debutant up in Suncorp as a forward when we need forwards to continue? At, like, and, and here's the other thing, right? He's chosen Hudson Young again. Like, that blows my mind. Why would you start with Hudson Young? Why wouldn't you start with Cameron Murray, right? And look, Tyson Frizzell, I thought, had a great game uh, other than the missed pass that he didn't get out to Adokar. I think he played really well, right? Defended well, attacked well. I thought he was good. Uh, right? I, I don't have a problem with him being I there. I thought Hudson Young was touch and go whether he was even going to make the 17 for game one. Um, I just thought Manly second there, yeah. row and South second row and Kalamatangi and uh, Olakawatu. I thought one of them would have got a run. Look, Kalamatangi has to be one of my favourite second rollers in the game, and I think it's a shame that he's not on the bench. Like, I would have had uh, Cameron Murray starting, Kalamatangi on the bench, right. Hudson completely out, and I reckon we would have had a better bench than that. And and potentially, David Klemmer instead of Stefano Tokemanu. Even though I'm happy for you, Tokemanu, and I hope he goes well. I, honestly, I'm not too upset with it because I think Tokemanu has the potential. But other than that, I just like these are the types of rubbish decisions that Fitler makes that ruins the New South Wales, um, what's it called? New South Wales' ability to win games. Because you need experience in those games. You need the ability to go that next level. And the Tigers haven't been performing that great for the last couple of years. I think he's got a committee behind him that um, they make the team selections. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean Spencer Lenu, you don't need an impact for State of Origin. Look, Spencer Lenny is another debutant. I just don't. I, I, for me, I'm just. I don't like the idea of 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 a debutant. I'm just saying off the bench, basically. Yeah, even off the bench though. If you have an experienced forward like Clemmer coming up and just go out there and just tear in, I just want you to rip in for 15, 20 minutes. Don't make any mistakes. Don't offload. Just go in and tear in, tear away for twenty minutes yeah, and defend your ass off. Man, that would work. Um, and and let, let the Cameron, let the Cameron Murrays, let the Isaiah Yos, let the, the 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 Damian Cooks and the Mitchell Moses and them, let them do the exciting stuff. I just want you to go in there and tear in. I mean, doesn't have anyone. Doesn't he have anyone else with the ability of pain ass? Like, I mean, the Saif, Where's the Saifedis? Are they injured? What's going on? They're not. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're not even starting at club level. What's going on there? No, they are. Oh. They weren't starting. I think, yeah, I think Jacob started. One of them, what's going on there? I'm not sure. I think well, actually one of them is is injured. But uh, look, either way, it, it you know, it, it's just, it doesn't like, okay, so here's the other thing, right? He's chosen Reese Robson on the bench. Yep. What do you think? Well, you need a second hooker. You do? Yeah. Right? He had a great season last year. Um, he's been one of North Queensland's better players this year. Um, obviously, Appy had that broken jaw, which is very unfortunate. Um, H- how did Tino not get suspended for that? It doesn't make sense to me, honestly. It's it's a tough one because um, I think a week or two weeks prior, um, Reed Marnie came to make the similar same similar tackle. They're and both about the same height, but he did the same thing. Yeah, and, and, and Reed Marnie came off. I think he got concussed. Yeah, he was off for four, yeah, sixty minutes essentially. Um, Fifty minutes. Yeah, so they're both about the same height, about five foot seven. Very high, like the ball's there, your head's there. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like you come. No, I'm, I'm with you, but I, I still think that he needs like, to take. Um, do they be smarter with how they try to tackle? Yeah. Him? I mean, did he? I don't. know, If you watch it again, did he? Did that go out? Or was it just like this for the ball? Yeah. You know, it's it's a tough one. I mean, I just thought their head was in the wrong position. You know, when uh, look, you got to understand when a player's running with so much momentum and they're so big. I mean, he's going to go freer and he's going to collide with something. But there still has to be duty of care. 
If of we, course. If we, I, I just look. You're right. I just thought they could have done something. They're both short. I just thought they put their head in the wrong spot. Look, they're very courageous. It's That's the thing about hard. them. They're just so oh, courageous. Of course. I just thought is a leg tackle there more effective? Probably. Probably, but I just want to From make a quick, quick comment. Daniel Saifedi started against the Broncos and Jacob came off the bench with uh, with Leo Thompson starting uh, alongside Daniel Saifedi. So it doesn't make sense to me why the Saifedi brothers have all of a sudden been ignored. You know? Um, it like, uh, look, again, I'm not upset for... So if that was Queensland, uh, I mean, and, and the have forwards of Clemmer and um, Saifedi twins' ability, I mean, I'm sure they'd still be playing. It'd yeah. be stick and pick because yeah. they, they've got immense ability. You mean pick and stick? You know, I mean, who do we have? <laughs> like, you know, you know, like even Reese Robson, I think he had a great year last year. But I mean, Lachlan Croker for Manly has been playing well. Um, even Wade Egan for the Warriors, I think, has been playing very, very well. So, I mean, it, it, it is up in the air. I, I'm not. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna. But they've been talking about Robson since before last yeah, they, year. Yeah, they were. So Wasn't I, he in the squad last year? I think it was maybe 18th per 18th yeah, he player. Was in the so. Squad, so he's been on the cusp. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too upset. I think he'll do well. To be honest, I actually think Reese Robson will do very well. I hope um, so because he once punched um, Cam Smith in the nuts. <laughs> that yeah. right in front of us. <laughs> so. I hope Reeves, look. I, I, don't, I mean, I like Cam Smith, but yeah, yeah. that was a big thing. I, I hope Reese Robson plays out of his skin and he has a good game. I really want him to do well. Um, He'll probably get about 20 minutes, I think, 20, 30 minutes. And I think that's enough. That's think, plenty, yeah. Yeah, I think Damien Cook can do yeah. 30 minutes each half and then give him give Reece Robson 10, 15 minutes either way. I think that's plenty. I think it's plenty. Um, I'm really excited to see Damien Cook back. I don't think he ever should have been dropped. I thought they both should have been there, Cook and Coruscant. Uh, no, I agree. I think that they, they made a very, very good combination. And you could tell at the end of the first game, Coruscant was lacking that attacking ability um, just – because he was making so he's many tackles. Tiring, yeah, he tiring. made something like 45 tackles. Um, you know, um, It wasn't a great first state of origin, I'll admit. Nah, the, the Adelaide Oval wasn't that great. The, it was one of the more subdued ones. Uh, it was, and I'm hoping yeah. for some fireworks uh, next Wednesday. Right. Um, look, you may not believe this, but I actually think the Blues have a chance. I think that the the Blues are going to come out and ambush. Uh, on the back of a Latrell four-try performance, three-try assist. Yeah. Uh, look, I thought... Uh, that, I mean, he's capable yeah, of Yeah, and, and the, why is that a problem? I just don't like the forward pack we got. Look, I think the forward pack is adequate. As long as the forward... No, look, Payne Haas, best forward in the game. Um, you've got Cam Murray, you've got Tyson Frizzell, you've got Liam Martin, who I think are probably the form second rollers uh, in um, the game. Is Uto Kamano... All right, he's one of our props on the bench. Yeah. And you've got Reese Robson. Yeah. And you got Campbell Murray. Cam, uh, Cam Murray Brock, and Campbell. Liam Martin. You're one front rower short, don't you think? I, I I do think we are one. That's why, like, you know what I'm saying? Are they going to throw Cam Murray in his front row? No, nah, they'll, they'll throw Liam Martin in his front row. Yeah. But, it, but look, Liam Martin. And he's can, done well as a as a wide runner. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. So I think we needed another front rower. I think I think that's Someone also. Someone had to be sacrificed. I think that's the other problem as well with Isaiah Yo is that um, he was he was playing more of a front rower than a lock. Um because we were short a front row. Like, I think you could have had Hudson Young out, Murray starting, and then had a second, like a Clemmer or yeah, yeah. a Saifidi on the yeah, bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that I gives agree. us better f- go forward. Totally agree. Having said that, um, seeing what type of plays we have on the bench uh, in in Murray and Liam Martin um, gives me gives me some confidence because I think they're great. Right. Um, 
And I'm not totally against the bench, especially with Rios Hobson there being the second dummy half. I think that's fine. Like, again, I go back to game one and I think, what was the plan there with... Um, what was the plan there with... Um, Nico Hines. Like, I don't really understand why he had chosen him, you know? Um, uh, yeah, it was pointless to choose him, as we found out. Um, Ten minutes at right centre. They made a mockery of him. Um, they showed him up a few times. <laughs> Should have been burdened. That was and activated. Then went, and then he went back to club footy and put in a shocker as well. Like, you know, so he played himself out of origin. Very unfair. It is very unfair. Honestly, I thought about it, that. And I thought He must be the only player that's gone into an origin camp and then gone back to his club and played worse. Yeah, it's either starting in origin or don't play. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't. Agreed. I don't agree with halves being on the bench. He's not. He, he's not a no. Right he can't play dummy half. He can't play lock. Yeah. He can't play. Like he can't play fullback. Actually, he's, he was a very good fullback. If you notice, they targeted that side he was defending on because he was like cold when he came out. Have, have Bert, like and Bert, they went ahead. It was activated because uh, he was off with an HIA. They could have put Burn in there instead of him. They should have done that. Yeah, Burton's kick sort of killed it. No, but just at lot at centre, he couldn't oh, defend defends it. better, of yeah. course. Yeah, like not not to take away from Nico, I thought he, he put he put hundred percent in, but it's just he's not he's not you know. Anyway, what do you think the score is going to be? Um, be very honest, very brutal. Twenty six twelve to the to Queensland. Yeah, I'm going to say. I'm going to say 28-20 to the Blues. Oh, I love that. Honestly, if Latrell puts in four tries. Look, I think I think if Turbo for the, for the Manly Sea Eagles looked like he was bat, back at about 9,500%. The, the only downer is um, Latrell's coming in. He hasn't played in a few weeks. Uh, how's that hammy going to be? Yeah, look, I or agree. Or rather. I, I agree with you, but I also think that Latrell's the type of player, doesn't matter. It He's, just depends on how his body is, though. Well, it was a minor calf strain. It wasn't a hammy, it was a calf. Two, two, three weeks out. He was out. He's been out for two weeks now. All right. And, and look, in the first game, when he wasn't capable to play, he said, I can't play, and he pulled out. Yeah, good on him. Yeah. Right. So I think, I think that we can expect the same from both Latrell and Turbo. And let me tell you, if they're on song and if Mitchell Moses and Luai can get early ball to our centers, we're going to rip Queensland to shreds. The Blues are going to go out there. They've heard the criticism. Fiddler's heard the criticism. And he's going to go out there and say, let's just let's just make history. And I think they will. Uh, I think Queensland, they're only missing from their forward packs. Christian Welch, Fodawaker comes in. He's played Origin before. Flegler's injured. Oh, Flegler's injured. Oh, I missed that. Selwyn's injured with hip, hip flexor. They've got Xavier Coates there. No, I'm saying just the forwards. Oh, sorry. Just in the forwards. So uh, they've got Fodawaker. And who was the other that came in? Um... Fodawake is a big bopper too. Oh, Fodawake is amazing. Fodawake is... Flegler's a loss, but he was off the field when they staged that comeback, if you remember. Yes. Nothing taken away from him, but yeah. Um, the Queensland team. One of the Queens, one of the North Queensland players, um, Nanai, Jeremiah Nanai. Nanai's in, yeah, and se- in the wow. second row. They still didn't get uh, Felice Gofusi back in, which I don't understand. Like, if he was a blue, he'd be the first player chosen every 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 state of He's origin. He's a hitman, that guy. Um. <laughs> do you think do you think their forwards shade ours or you or do you honestly think New South Wales are shading theirs in the forward pack? I I'm being I'm being honest. I can't see where we get them unless it's Latrell and Turbo they're gonna carry the side. That's how I see it. I mean it would take some individual brilliance from some other players. Maybe Liam Martin might sneak one in, maybe Hudson Young might step up. maybe Cam Murray, but I've just I mean honestly Latrell's carrying a large load on his shoulders. That's how I see it. I, to be honest, I actually think, and I know this is controversial because I'm a Bulldog supporter and, you know, um, Mitchell Moses just destroyed the Bulldogs. But I actually think it's not a bad decision. I'll tell you why. It was never a bad decision, no. I'll tell you why I think Mitchell Moses probably deserved the nod a little bit more. 
right? His long-range kicking game, his kicking game in general over oh, the last two years. one of the best years, in the game, actually. Actually pinpoint accurate. That's oh, very good, yeah. His passing game as well has developed so wonderfully over the last two years. Right. Um, and I think, look, uh, I think either way, I, I do think Anna Reynolds would have been just as good. I'll be honest. But I'm not against Mitchell Moses being no, there. No, no. Really, I didn't, I'm not. I didn't, I didn't think... I only argued this. If you had to choose Reynolds, you had to go Walker. That's Look, my uh, whole argument. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going to go back my there. My argument is, if you're going to play Reynolds, you saying, have to play Walker. I'm just saying that I'm really happy with that decision. I think that Mitchell Moses will prove a lot of people wrong. I honestly do, um, and I think the last year he's been a lot more humble. I feel. I feel he's been a lot more like. Well, he's played in a grand final now, so he's. Literally hit the summit. Yeah, just didn't win it. Obviously, yeah. they got outplayed by a far superior side. Um, but I think his kicking game—if he can keep the wingers and and the fullback for Queensland uh, and in the corners and keep pushing them back, right—it can give our defensive line time to get up, right, and put pressure on them. Um, and I think he has enough arrogance in him not to care too much about the Suncorp uh, 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 audience or attendances, attendances. Um, the crowd, I should say. Um, so I, I don't think it's a bad call. Uh, I know that Fitler has a lot of faith in Mitchell Moses, um, you know, having coached him for Lebanon in the World Cup. Uh, and, you know, I think he's able to read the game a lot better this year um, than, than last year. Like I was very critical of Mitchell Moses earlier in the year, but just seeing him and the way he played with or how he's played recently without Dylan Brown has been quite a revelation in that this guy's stepping up. Look, he's he, look. He's he, I mean, he's played in a grand final. He's played international. He's played for Australia. He's played for New South Wales. Um, yeah, of course, he deserves his spot there. I just look at Queensland's side, and I look at New South Wales' side, and I look at New South Wales' side, and the only place I see that we can get them is maybe in the centres and on the fringes. That's it. I look at their forwards. I look at our forwards. I look at our bench. I look at their bench. I look at our halves. I look at their halves, DCE and Munster. It's just you're up against DC and Munster. I think DC and Munster and Hunt. You can't you can't exclude the I, fact I that I even forgot oh, Hunt's geez. incredible. See, like, the fact that you you got DC and Munster, you forget Hunt's there. Yeah, yeah. And Hunt has honestly, I think Hunt has outplayed both DC and Munster the last couple of years. Hunt has just they complement each other. Well, I just feel sorry for that guy that he plays for a club side that he's got at the moment. Yeah, look, and he still performs with no one around him. <coughs> Dragons. Um, but here's the thing, right? Um. Where I think the the Blues are better is in the back line. So I think oh, I don't think look at fullback. They got that spring, Queensland's got a spring chicken. That his ball skills are crazy. He's got a great kicking game. Whereas our fullback just runs and they've picked him off. They know what he's going to do. Oh, I think Reese Walsh is out playing Tedesco ten to one this year. Oh, I don't think you find anyone that disagrees. But I do think I do think that Toto, um, Fox, Turbo, and Latrell are playing incredible football individually. Even Fox is playing for a rubbish team like the Doggies. He still puts in 300% every single game. Fox, um, you just need to compliment him with the, with the inside man, and that's it. He's got the ability to do the rest. You that's just, it. You just that's need it. to give him um, the oh, 100%, 100% agree with you. Um, I, 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 don't, I think that Cook at nine, I'm very happy Cook's there because he's got that explosiveness out of nine. Yeah, he's got the experience. But he has the experience, but I think also his passing game is very crisp. Not to take away from Arpi, I think Arpi is incredible. But the fact that we can replace Arpi with Damian Cook, 
you know, I'm happy with that. All right. If you're the coach and you see Isaiah throwing the ball on the ground repeatedly to Turbo, do you grow a pair of balls and hook him off? Absolutely. Of Throw Kamaran in so there. we got a coach that, oh, Turbo I, had no service. You see the, the deliveries uh, bro, he kept getting? Bro, I think there was two or three very good opportunities in the Queensland 20-meter line. And he threw on the where, floor. Yeah, Liam, uh, uh, Isaiah threw the ball to the ground two or three times in good attacking position. And I think a couple of times Queensland was able to pounce on it because our, our wingers were were in, in, their, in their shape ready to attack. So I, I'm, I, I'm 100% with you there. Um, I think that if, if that happens, you got to hook him. I don't think you can start with Hudson Young. Either way, I think that Hudson Young comes off the bench. You can cut, if he can come off the bench and play as a wide running back rower, I think it's not a bad move either. Yeah, Liam Martin will see a lot of game time. Hopefully, I just hope that Kamikaze. I think I hope that Freddie um, has has smarts about him to use Haas for more than thirty minutes. Right, give Haas 50, 60 minutes. Let him go out there and absolutely use all, use his energy, use his ability to you know put the team on the front on the on the front foot. Um, and, and, you know, I think that, you know, Payne Haas is also developing a bit of a pass between forwards. I've seen that for the Broncos recently. Let's let's see what he can do. Let him play. I'd like to see him offload more Payne Haas. Look, I agree with you. And, he ha- and I feel like for the for the Broncos, he's starting to do that a little bit more. Right, right next to the line because, you know, they all swarm in three, four players. Absolutely, Perfect time to yeah. offload. Look, um, Balo, you know, we know what you get with Balo. Oh, he'll offload. He'll pass. I love Balo. He'll even kick for you. Um, Not that I want him, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we've got a good team, and as long as we come in with the right attitude and the right game plan, I honestly believe we can we can create history. Um, I'm I'm definitely going to be um, you know hoping for it. Um, I, I am as well. I mean, I just look at Queensland side. I think, oh, man, like who do we pick anyway? They got such good players. Yeah. No matter who you chose, you're up against it. But I, but I don't think that the, the New South Wales team is all that. I think the only no, we- they're not bad. It's just that. I think the weak link. You might not you you're going to agree with me. I think the weak link in the starting team is Hudson Young. Halves and never played together. That's my argument. Honestly, I'm I'm not worried about Moses at all. I think no, Moses, I'm not. I'm not referring to Moses singular. I'm just saying as a combination. Yeah, that's my whole argument. Well, here's the thing: Moses plays really, really well on the right. Luai plays really, really well on the left. As long as we get early ball and the forwards are moving forward, I reckon you're going to see the the sides be absolutely demolished. And if you can get, if you can get Moses linking up with Luai consistently on that left edge where Latrell plays, right. I reckon we're going to tear their left side to shreds because they were vulnerable, Queensland, on their right side defence. Well, look, um, if Latrell gets a lot of service, you know what? They got their, they got their task very easy. Give Latrell a lot of ball. And I'm with you. If you remember. And give it early to Turbo on the other side. The first game, right, Stephen Crichton and, 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 and Brian To'o had a lot of opportunities. Even the right side with, right. with Frizzell and, and, and Arakar, they were vulnerable. We just didn't take our chances. Right, I thought Nathan Cleary was non-existent in the first game. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, honestly, I was very confident in the first game, and then when Latrell pulled out, I actually went and tip, changed my tip. I remember. I remember you, you. We were talking about this, um, but I, think, I guarantee you they had a whole game plan based around going to Latrell. And and look, I don't think it's a bad game plan. And they look, they also had a good game plan to go towards Turbo, but they weren't getting him early ball. I just didn't think that. Um, well, they'll Isaiah Yo, they'll throw it on. Yeah, the Isaiah Yo and Nathan Cleary weren't playing to their potential. Now we've talked a lot about Origin. I cannot wait for the game. Um, oh, oh wait, wait. Uh, can we ask the producer who he thinks he's going? Yeah, producer Billy. Uh, go to the Blues. Speak up. Speak up. 
Wow, high scoring game. High sco- yeah, I think it has the potential to be though. What's the weather like there next week? I, I dry, think, yeah, dry patch. Yeah, dry winter. patch. It's but, warm up there anyway. But the problem is, I think I worried. I'm worried about the SunCorp um, field again. It's it's just an absolute pigsty at the moment. Oh, it's like a beach. It's so bad. Wow, so bad. Um, I'm hoping that no one cops any injuries because of the. the oh yeah, definitely from both track. sides. Yeah. That's the worst. Last oh yeah, one. from both teams. Oh, I, I, know, I can never ever. A good spectacle every week at club footy too. So you're going uh, Queensland. Mm. I've look. Uh, you know, obviously we know the brains in Queensland, but the hearts New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so sorry, heart. Just got to go with my head. Yeah, look, fair and enough. I'll be cheering for New South Wales the whole way. I'm. I'm. Honestly, I know this is counterintuitive and probably against. I um, hate our the selectors. Greens. Can I just point that out? Yeah, I do too. I think our selectors have gotten a lot wrong. Just ruined it for me. Anyway. I'm quietly confident that the Blues can get it done. Believe it or not, I am actually quietly confident. I think that Mitchell Moses, his kicking game is going to be an absolute asset. And if he can if he can maintain his composure, I reckon that he could really, really stifle um, any of their attack. Is this Mitchell Moses? Yeah. Look, sorry to say, but if his forwards are going to stand there and watch. I agreed. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, he's if he gets peppered, it's put, yeah, put look, a solely on his forwards. I agree with you, and and I think I think it's about the game plan, right? It's all down to his forwards yeah. protecting him. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I don't think Hudson Young should even be in the. T- anyway, I don't want to keep going over look, that. You know what? When he's on, he's on. I, I actually rate Hudson Young. They just I, had two ordinary games. I, I don't even think that. I even think in, state of in game one, in game one, he. I feel like he was underprepared and he wasn't ready for such or was a big he just occasion. Overwhelmed by the whole hundred percent overwhelmed. I actually think he might play well. I just still don't think. I still think having Murray starting and a second prop on the bench would have been a better option. But, but let's let's see how they go. Um, all right. So I just want to shift gears just a little bit, um, and I want to ask you how you feel about Flanagan being the Dragons coach. Um, and yeah. how, how you feel about having Carl Flanagan next year? Um, <laughs> oh, look. You know, um, what's he called? Um, if Kyle Flanagan comes, he'll be seen as a utility backup hooker, halfback. He won't be this. You know, I don't see him as being the starter because Little's doing a great job at the hooking role. Yep. I could see him being as a bench on the utility. Like replacing Embai, you mean? Yeah, I think Embai's going to Canterbury. Just no. Just inside information. Really? I think so. I think he might go there as a trainer or something. He's not. We're not going to buy him as a player unless we're getting him on like you know what? contract. I think he's good. I think Embiid's a great utility. I just uh, think keep him out of the Dragons. Thanks. No, no disagreement there. It's just the players is around the, the way the sort of coach keep him out the there. Dragons. Yeah, but, but so, so tell me, what do you think? How do you, how, how do you think Flanagan's going to go? I, I actually think Shane Flanagan. Yeah. Um, I don't think success will come straight away. Obviously, he's got to go on a recruitment drive. They've um, only signed him for three years. Yeah, so I reckon you won't see any. I, I don't th- look. I, th- I still see. I reckon we'll see improvement next year, but he really needs to recruit heavily in the forwards. Agreed. He needs to um, siphon off some of those backs that are just surplus requirements. Do you mean siphon? Yeah. Okay. Good. You know, I, uh, you know, siphon, siphon. <laughs> we're not French, bro. We're English. It's yeah, anyway. siphon. We're Australian, hey, brother. We speak, speak English. French, but anyway, um, they're Arabs, bro. They don't yeah, speak they French. Sp- it's, that's the colonizer language. Yeah, oh, well, that's all spoken. <laughs> it's always English, actually. So now you think about it. Oh so wow, he was contradicting yeah. himself. Yeah, I did. I just yeah, <laughs> too much happening at once in my brain. Jeez, <laughs> too much coffee gone. Um, yeah, they got to recruit heavily in the forwards. Um, he might get some results in the second year. Um. I mean, you you give any coach an ordinary side, and ninety nine out of hundred ain't going to do anything with it. Yeah. So, um, I still think he'll improve markedly than what we got this year and last year. But honestly, he has to recruit players. He's not going to improve. If he doesn't recruit players. So who do you get rid of then? Obviously, you need two middlemen. 
I, honestly, I would have loved to have gone for Matt Lodge and one of the Saifiri twins, but you're telling me he's not available or potentially not available. Mm. So Jordan McLean, I know Canterbury's in the market, they've got money to spend. So it's it's very hard to get players these days, honestly. Like you can have plans that I want to bolster my forward pack, but then you've got another club who's got just as much money, if not yeah, more. That's right. And you can either end up with one out of two or zero out of the two. Yeah, yeah. Like it's such a it's so hard. It's and a I guarantee tough market. You, I guarantee you hook for the last three years, I guarantee you most of the time didn't get the players he wanted. You know, it's just still getting and Yeah, but, but how many players wanted to come play on the hook and for the Dragons, no, let's be yeah, honest. Exactly. I mean, St. George is not a club that can attract players. Let's be fair. Let's yeah. be honest. You know, they're not I mean, they haven't attracted players since Wayne Bennett. And mm. before Wayne Bennett, they hadn't attracted players through to, to probably till like the early eighties under Roy they, Masters. But they were developing their good juniors like that. They're, they lose their juniors. Well, I mean, I and mean, if you look at like the team that Nathan Brown had at the Dragons, he had the six of the best players in the competition. Uh, and they were all, weren't they all Dragons juniors? But can I can I point out something? They were only good on paper. Come on, like they got they kept growing, getting rolled over in the finals. Yeah, I agree with you. But that and, and state of origin, all right, you had Gaznia, Cooper, they were great performers. Luke uh, Bailey, Bailey and Trent Riles, Riles, Barrett. Look, can I be Barrett? He had ability. He was a gun. He was a freak. But Origin, he was sensational. But club footy, yes, he got him in the finals. But no one knew where they should have. Yeah. It's just that he had a lot of injuries. Um, he had a lot of pressure put on him. You know, he was absolute freakish sort of player. He was. And I remember you some know? of those games he played for New South Wales. I just thought, this guy oh, is How many amount of matches did he yeah, pull off? He's just incredible. You know, they, you're right. I'm not disagreeing. Um, but honestly, he needs to go on a recruitment drive. Like, otherwise. I, I, okay. So where's he going to go? Let me ask you this. Uh, 11th, 12th. As a fan, right, you missed out on Jason Riles, right? I wasn't exactly sour about that. Can I? Can good. I, uh, I'll let you finish. I just go. want to finish. You guys signed Shane Flanagan. Right. Right. I think Shane Flanagan still has a lot to offer as a first grade coach. Oh, definitely. Right. Yeah. I would have even liked him at the doggies. Oh, let, let me be very yeah, clear. I'm sure anyone would have. Right. How do you feel about Shane Flanagan now coaching the Dragons? And do you see that this is an, a resounding uh, uh, success for the board to sign someone like Shane Flanagan, or or do you still uh, are you still sort of have some hesitation? No, no. I got. I'll tell you. What, I don't have any hesitation because all the candidates put forward, including Des, I thought, and you know what, it was, I thought our best candidate was going to be Des or Shane Flanagan because Flanagan he took over Cronulla. I think they got the wooden spoon, and he built, under Ricky Stewart. I did he take over two thousand? When did he take over two thousand and nine? I think two thousand thirteen. No. Yeah. Or no, two, yeah. No. It, it, he. But Shane, Stuart had him before that. Oh, yeah, you might be right, actually. Yeah, but don't forget, Stuart went to Parramatta. I think Stuart went to Parramatta in 2012 or 2013. Yeah, Google it. But I think, yeah. Because remember they had Stephen Kearney in about 2012, 2013. Hang on, let me... Yeah, just Google it when he went there. But So um, he coached the club from t- 2010 to 2018. And then in the middle... Um, oh, yeah, Morris... Uh, yeah, remember because he was banned because of the peptide scheme. Yeah, the peptide peptide That started scandal. from Ricky Stewart's days, I think, and carried over. I mean, I, I know, but the point is, he started coaching the Sharks in 2010. Right. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, he's taken over. He's done a total rebuild. Um. And obviously, he won the grand final. Obviously, albeit in very controversial circumstances. But if you look at it, he was able to attract players to Cronulla as well. Um. They broke through. I mean, you know, uh, Jack Gibson once had the famous saying that. Um, waiting for Cronulla to win the grand final is like um, you might as well just put on your porch light. It's like waiting for Harold Holt to come back. You know, we all know the story about Harold Holt. So they hadn't won a grand final for 50 years. He came in, he broke the drought. He made him perennial finals contenders. Um, is it a victory for the board? 
Hell no, everyone knows it's not because honestly, they didn't. They went with Riles. They got absolutely embarrassed. That's right. I'm pretty sure Des Hasler turned them down. Yeah, he said he didn't want to coach the exactly. Dragons. And I'm pretty sure Hornby and and Dean Young were their first two preferred choices. It's all about nepotism. I'll say it now. Well, and I think the only reason why they went with Shane Flanagan was because they knew they were going to have. M- Big opposition. They're going to have riot if they. They have get a, a riot coach. from the fans. The fans yeah. are deserting. They had a twenty thousand members. They're down to thirteen thousand. Do you blame the fans? Of course not. As honestly, you know? I mean that's what that's what I worry is going to happen with the Bulldogs. They're sitting at they the make bottom of the ladder. You want to give a rookie coach? I, I, I remember I was saying. Remember I was saying that that, that that I don't think the Dragons need a rookie coach. No, no, I definitely agree. And, and look, to be honest, when they signed Cameron Seraldo, I, I was happy, but I still thought the doggies needed a hardened, a hardened season you, veteran. You, you need a coach that can attract players, and 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 uh, Flanagan can. The only reason why I thought Riles was a better candidate than Hornby and and Young. Look, no, no, dis, no disrespect to those two, and Hornby was a fantastic player. And he seems like a very sensible human and yeah. well respected. I'm sure the same thing with Dean Young. Um, but Riles had that pedigree. He had he had he had gone to Melbourne under Bellamy. He had gone to the Roosters under Robbo. He had gone to the English Rugby Union setup. He'd been around, and also it looked like he had the ability to attract players. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean. But you well, know what, Flano, Des, even Des did a rebuild. He would have been a great candidate. Yeah. He came into Manly in mm. 2004 and he rebuilt him. So, um, oh, what? You don't agree that? <laughs> My watch is just telling him she doesn't agree. With Des's rebuild of yeah. Manly. That was great. I mean, look at, but what he did to the Bulldogs, like it, it sort of left a sour taste in, I think, a lot of clubs' mouths, and they know that Des is a. Uh, anyway. Look, oh, that's why you're disagreeing, Siri, yeah. eh? Uh, anyway. Um, Look, I'm glad that the Dragons have finally signed someone. Um, oh, I wouldn't be glad. You know, They're your rivals, though. Look, why I'm glad is because you're a Dragons supporter and my wife's a Dragons supporter, and it just means that... But I go to... Be- you know, I was still going to bet it, you know, regardless. I mean, oh, it's- I mean as, look, as fans, just as fans and as topic, you know, discussion points as for a the- kid, Look, as a kid, I've been over the top, yeah. Um, but... Anyway, uh, this has been a long podcast. There's been a very, some very heated discussions. I absolutely love the heated discussions. Uh, this is why I love having Dibbo as the co-host. Cause Just one more pot shot. Look, Canterbury fans at home, I know he's aimed for Shane Flanagan and Ben Hunt. He's ended up with Luke Brooks and Cameron Seraldo. Give us your thoughts. Look, no one cares what the Dragons do. They're going to get the wooden spoon this year and they're going to get hey, it again can, next can year. Can I ask, what would you do if he's ended up with Luke Brooks? Uh, honestly, <laughs> I'll hear about it. Huh? Our coach is the uh, you know the um, the guy that sells the popcorn at um, the cinemas. I think um, that's who our coach is. Look, hey, he's got two wins. If to his we name. sign, if we sign Luke Brooks at seven, um, I think I, I'll actually wouldn't be too upset. Um, I think that you sign him for the right amount of money. He can, oh yeah, yeah of course, he can yeah. come in as a as a seven, Definitely. take the pressure off um, Burden Not for a million. Let let Burden play his natural six and let uh, Brooks play his natural seven, and I think that the Bulldogs will be a lot better for it. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think that the Bulldogs, going off what Phil Wood said on Twitter, are probably going to aim to bolster our forwards. But anyway, we have come to the end of the show. I appreciate you guys uh, uh, sticking uh, through to the end. Um, we have some very exciting guests coming up over Cody the next Walker. two to three weeks. Um, Cody Walker. Please make sure to like, subscribe, hit the bell icon so that you don't miss any of our uh, podcasts because we have some very, very exciting f- um, guests coming in uh, from now to the end of the season. We have some very exciting things planned for the off season as well. If they search, it's just the Kennel Podcast, is it? Yeah, so it's the Kennel One Word yep. Podcast and it'll come up on YouTube. Fantastic. It'll come up on Google. Um, but, but look, 
um, all our links are down below. We've got a link tree. You know, you just search for us and you'll be able to find us. Please post us your comments. We love reading and it. Send us as many comments as you want. Attack us as, you know, as much as you want. We, Support Cody Walker. Um, you know, but just, just keep it appropriate. And, you know, we're happy to hear any feedback, any, and we love the back and forth. Um, and we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Thank you for all your support. And we hope you enjoyed round of footy. Go the Blues!